0: You're tuned in to Nerd Overload, your weekly show for video games, movies, TV shows, comics, tech news, and more. Now your hosts, Cody Pennick, Samantha Cross, Sam Dunham, and Josh Harrison.
1: Hey, everybody. Welcome to Nerd Overload, the pop and geek culture show that has no idea what to do with all these cases of Corona light it bought,
0: because I'm sure as hell not going to drink them. <laughs> I'm Cody. I'm Sam. And I'm
2: Samantha. We
0: have a great show for you this week. Thank you all for tuning in. Uh, we have a bunch of news to go over, but first let's talk about some things we have been checking out. That was some, some
1: current events.
0: Current humor. event humor. I like it. I like it. Have Putting a real seen, time stamp yeah. on have the show seen, this week. Have you
1: seen this? Have you heard about this?
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know what? I'll go ahead and do my uh, one check them out real quick. Uh, I re-watched The Man with the Iron Fists. Have you guys ever seen that one? No. Okay, it is... I think I talked about it on the show maybe a couple years yeah, ago. Yeah, I think you But did. Uh, uh, it's been a while, so I'm going to mention it again. I had forgotten how stylized it is. What it is is a super, super stylish kung fu action movie. Directed and written by the RZA, the RZA yeah. of the Wu-Tang Clan, starring the RZA, Russell Crowe, Byron Mann, who was Ryu in the Street Fighter movie. <laughs> Lucy Liu is in there, in a pretty good-sized part. It was really well done. I had forgotten how, like, a lot of solid primary colors and a lot of, a lot, a lot of wire work. The whole story is about, it's a convoluted mess about different martial arts clans one of them steals gold from the emperor of china and all these different martial artists are coming to take the gold back for the emperor and they keep dying over and over again uh, at one point the riza who is a blacksmith that makes weapons for all sides gets both of his arms chopped off at the elbow but because he is a secret kung fu master that can bend metal with his mind because of his strong chi builds basically robot arms, (laughs) medieval robot arms. Nice. There is a guy who has a porcupine suit. He is a, it's a suit of armor that every time he punches or kicks spikes come out of them. (laughs) So he's stabbing as he's kicking and punching. That's rad. It's pretty great. (laughs) Russell Crowe plays a, a British expat with a, it looks like a revolver, but it has two knives on the end and when you pull the trigger, it cuts like scissors, <laughs> except sure. for the point where it shoots an actual bullet out of the barrel, except for also the point where it shoots a ninja star like a slingshot <laughs> off the top of the barrel. <laughs> it does so many things. It does so many things, but it's really, really stylish. You could tell the Rizza loves a certain type style of action movie and Kung Fu movie. He also... I would venture a guess to say that he loves Mortal Kombat an awful lot because Lucy Lou is Katana. <laughs> She's Princess Katana. She has the fans with the, with the knives for the blades and really, really well done. Really kind of violent. Well, no, not kind of violent. Pretty violent because it was co-produced by Quentin Tarantino and co-written by Eli Roth. So well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So you you get that in there, but it is just an exercise in excess. Like every, th- there is no mid mid range on any part of the movie. It is zero or or a hundred, <laughs> no matter what concept you're going you're being thrown at. There is some ties to Django Unchained. Apparently, he is a nephew or something of Django. <laughs> okay. Pam sure. Greer Pam Greer shows up very briefly. Oh, nice. Because there was a flashback to show how the blacksmith got from the American South during slavery times to mainland China to become a Buddhist monk blacksmith with robot arms. <laughs> it's great. I highly suggest anyone check it out. You can find it in a dollar bin at Walmart. That's where I found it. And it's it's great. I've highly recommended if you like those kind of action schlock it is a hundred percent schlock like 100 percent schlock in the best way in the in the absolute <laughs> best way yeah
1: well we watched three movies okay let's uh, hear them. the first of which book smart oh i remembered the one i couldn't think of oh, earlier okay, okay it cool. was book smart mm-hmm. which was very good and very very funny and super raunchy
0: okay what's the uh what's the main elevator pitch of it
1: it's basically super bad, but with ladies. <laughs> oh,
0: okay, yeah, all right.
1: But uh, yeah, it's it's two girls who like are straight A's, straight lace students that worked real hard to get into the college they wanted, and then they realize everybody else also got into the colleges they wanted too, but they also had fun at the same time. Oh. So they're like, "Well, this is the last night before we graduate. Let's go party go it up!" These, yeah, let's go to these parties and you know live our lives then <laughs> and yeah. they they just get into one one hijink after the next <laughs> okay
0: yeah and uh, it's, it was really fun and funny and no it sounds pretty great who stars in it oh I... are they are there any big names in the film or is it kind well, of all... Olivia
1: Wilde directed it oh she did <laughs> so... oh interesting okay nice and the the two main girls the one's name's Beanie Feldstein I only remember that because Beanie is a great name. <laughs> I forget the other girl's name. They're both really good in it and mm-hmm. funny. Um, it's nice to see a raunchy teen comedy that stars girls.
0: Yeah, that's...
2: Girls be
1: nasty. Yeah. <laughs> and one of them's a lesbian, too. Oh. And there's the teenage mo- uh, movie romance type stuff, but one of them's a lesbian, and that's different than good. That is very
0: different, Yeah. It's it's nice to see these kind of twists on the
1: established, established formula.
0: formula. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: But uh, I, I would totally I totally approve of this film. Okay, cool. I think it's
0: the seal of approval. Nice. All right. Bring um, that back. I like it. Yeah. I think that's the first one for the year.
1: But uh not if you're not into a raunchy comedy though, 'cause it's it gets pretty pretty gross.
0: Yeah. I did see Super Bad with my parents.
1: Oh, man, that had to have been In the awkward. theater, yeah. Because I remember when we saw it, like, the first five minutes, I'm like, man, yeah. that's some language. Yep, And yep. I was by myself, well, not by myself, it was the two of us.
0: <laughs> or or the, uh, the end credits where it is just drawings of, you know, you know. <laughs> yeah. That had to have been not fun. It was, it's fun in retrospect. <laughs> A little awkward at the time. All right, so what's the uh, the second movie you guys watched? Jojo Rabbit.
1: Oh yeah, okay. The Taika Waititi, uh, World War Two dramedy, I guess is what it is. Yeah. Super good. Okay, super, really super good. Yeah. Okay. It's the perfect mix of of his brand of of humor, and it's got a lot of heart and a lot of a good message mm-hmm. and a lot of good drama in there. Okay. All all the child actors are really good. It made me like ScarJo again.
0: Oh, that's good. That's good. It's
1: like, man, I, I was so done with you, but you're you're playing the world's most charming German mother in this movie. <laughs> I hate it. Yeah, stop making me like you again, because she is she's just fantastic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the little kid uh, JoJo is really good and adorable. Mm-hmm. And his little chubby friend is very cute. A a couple of of cute Nazi kids.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And therein lies the reason why I have been a little, little skittish to watch the film. Oh, don't just don't let that really. Okay. Yeah. All right. It's, it's still really good. Yeah. Um,
1: It handles the subject matter very, very well.
0: Okay. I, I guess I'm not surprised by that, but I still, it was kind of a knee jerk kind of when I first saw the first stills of the film and here's Taika Watiti dressed up like Hitler, dancing around and stuff. And I'm yeah. like, I, mm, <laughs> maybe gist. I'll just let this one pass me by. But uh, no, if you guys say it's good, then I'll uh, I'll yeah. I'll search it out.
1: The the gist is that he's the imaginary friend of the kid. the The kid's really uh, JoJo is really into uh, being a Nazi
0: because it takes place during the time and yeah. it's it's yeah. That's yeah. what's
1: expected of a boy his age at that period of time. Okay. So it's not.
0: Gotcha. Okay, so I, his, I see. So his
1: imaginary friend is literally.
0: I gotcha. His, yeah.
1: His interpretation of Hitler. So mm. it's not. So he's like silly and what a kid. He does things that a kid thinks
0: thinks that uh, an gotcha. adult would do. Like, gotcha. Nope, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. So, so his okay. name's
1: Jojo, and he's got this stand named Adolf. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: is that a Jojo reference? It is. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, and it's worth it in its entirety for one particular joke that is so dumb.
0: Okay. Well, don't spoil it. <laughs> yeah, I don't <laughs> want don't, to spoil don't sp- it. Don't spoil it. Don't spoil but, it. But,
1: but there is know. one joke that's just so perfect and yeah. goofy and Taika Waititi. <laughs> <laughs> it's up there with uh, in uh, what they do in the sh- what we do in the shadows mm-hmm. when they're doing their dark bidding, Oh, and it's yes. on there on eBay. Yes, yeah, Yes. It's,
0: it's right at that level. Okay, all right, awesome. All right, yeah, okay. I might have to I might have to search this one out then. That yeah, sounds, definitely that watch. Great, it's it's worth it. Yeah. Well, hey, speaking of JoJo references, I just thought of a second thing I checked out this week. I fired up Street Fighter V for the first time in a very very long time, and I tested out the newest character, Seth, the last character.
1: Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen. They Seth put, Seth him, Rogen. They That's put him it. in Street Fighter. They
0: did. They did. You know, the Pineapple Express Man. Yeah. Why did I pull that movie I, of all of his other movies? I don't know. It's a good one. That's yeah, a funny movie. It's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, Seth, he's a uh, returning character from Street Fighter 4. The biggest change is, the whole deal with Seth is that he is a robot, and he was the main villain in Street Fighter 4. He was the final boss. And this, his consciousness has been uploaded into a spare robotic body. The robotic body is a uh, female but Seth definitely still has his deep menacing type voice. And he's kind of half bugged out because he responds to everyone as though he is fighting M. Bison. <laughs> he hates M. Bison with a passion and thinks everyone is Bison. So I got to play around with him a little bit. Th- them a little bit. I, I guess I'm having a hard time gendering. Seth. Gendering <laughs> them is right. yeah, In that yes, case. Yes. Yeah. I, had a, I had a good time playing the character and... You could tell that this character was done at the end of development, much like the last couple of characters for Street Fighter 4, where the developers are like, you know what? The next game's going to come out here pretty soon. So we're just going to make a super busted broken character that has 14, 15, 16 hit strings and <laughs> breaks you, the whole game. So you have to buy the next one. <laughs> you could do a 75. You can do 75 percent of someone's life bar if you get in with the right combo. And they wow. have. And that's pretty much Seth. If you if you know what you're doing and you really kind of buckle down, I was able to get pull off one 10 hit string uh, once, and that was pretty fun. Um, I'm not. I have. I'm so out of the loop on uh, Street Fighter and fighting games in general right now that I, my my skill level is kind of degraded a, a little oh. bit from from where it used to be. But I I like the character a lot. I'm interested to see where Street Fighter Six goes. I hope it goes. In a very different direction. I hope they do it's something akin to where things went from Street Fighter two II to three to Third Strike. Where when Third Strike first was released, none of the original cast. There was no Ken. There was no Ryu. There was no Chun Li. No one. It was there was Alex. It was and, um Dudley was in there. You know, characters that you. It was Street Fighter in name only, basically. Yeah. And they. That's where they introduced the whole the brand new parry system for everyone and they revolutionized they kind of took a step forward in the game and since then four was back to basics five has been more of the same. I want them I want to see them do more.
1: yeah four really just did feel like Street Fighter 2.
0: yeah and there's there's nothing wrong with that because it had been so long since Street Fighter 2. Yeah, I love Street Fighter 4. It's probably the most useful version of Dan, my favorite Street Fighter character. <laughs> They made him an actual contender. Dan has always been kind of the joke character. He was okay. So in um, uh, Kung Pao Enter the Fist, the 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 one guy <laughs> that they say we trained him wrong as a joke. That's Dan. That's Dan. <laughs> but in Street Fighter Four, they made him an actual. Hey, they gave him a lot of goofy moves, but they made him an actual contender. And Five is just more of the same. That coupled with the bad net code, so online yeah. games are just jerky and you have players teleporting across the room because of bad internet connection it's like S- smash brothers it kinda yeah <laughs> a little bit and it's they need to do something more this was a seth was a good and Gil for that matter i didn't really touch gill all that much gill was the main villain in street fighter 3 and third strike but they need to do more they need to do more and different for this next version or else capcom is going to get left in the dust <laughs> or Arc System is going to completely leave them hanging. Yeah. Which is weird to say, because Arc System has always been kind of the third, because you think Capcom Street Fighter, you think uh, Netherrealm or Midway or whatever for Mortal, Mortal Kombat. Kombat. And then you kind of start, you kind of go, oh, okay, I guess, well, Guilty Gear, I guess, is all right. And or the uh, King Bla- of Fighters. Bla- Blaze Blue, King of Fighters, S&K, yeah, that's, that's another good one. But right now, uh, Arc System's, Arxis is um, really blowing them out, and the way the new Guilty Gear is looking, that looks phenomenal. It looks like it's going to be even a step above the Dragon Ball Z or Dragon Ball Fighters. I'm still not sure how you pronounce it, but that was Arxis, and that was a phenomenal game, and yeah. Anyway, fighting games!
1: (laughs) Punch, punch, kick. Yeah. Uh, We got one more movie. Okay. The uh, the color it's a doozy. out of it is okay. The color out of space. Okay, it's a H.P. Lovecraft reimagining starring Nicolas Cage. Oh, nice! Yeah. And if you're thinking Nick Cage and Lovecraft together, that sounds amazing. Well, it
2: is. <laughs> <laughs> he he, Nick cages it up.
0: Really, he gets,
2: he gets. I love. I'm sorry to cut you off. I just love this Nick Cage like doing like these smaller indie movies and just cutting loose. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just being completely Nick Cage. Oh,
0: yeah. And like, he is... Like in uh, Mandy. Uh, the
2: We still haven't seen that st- yet. You, you need need guys
0: need to see Mandy. It is That would be another one where yeah. you, you say, hey, we saw Mandy. We can't talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I had never brought it up on the show. But go ahead. We, anyway. yeah,
1: as this movie was starting, I went, oh, man, we should watch Mandy. <laughs> but this was good, too. Yeah. Because he, he gets full on weird mad mm-hmm. and you know <laughs> oh, you know sure. how he does he
0: gets full nick cage he
1: goes he goes full vampire kiss basically oh. <laughs> but a I meteor mean, starts right. screaming his abc's <laughs> just about I and mean, yeah. he he starts throwing tomatoes into a trash can real hard <laughs> Going, <laughs> what, what was it it's like slam dunk slam dunk <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, man.
1: But uh, it's this family that's moved down into the country from the city, and a meteorite crash lands in their front yard, and things start getting weird. Oh,
0: awesome. That sounds amazing.
1: <laughs> They're haunted by a a color. A color? A color. That's the concept. Is It's, it's
0: a color. Oh, really?
2: In case you're wondering, it's like a purpley-pink yeah. and a magenta.
0: Okay. So similar, <laughs> s- similar to Mandy, actually. There was a... I would call the back half of Mandy Neon Red <laughs> because that's what most of the movie is by that point. <laughs> but that's, but, that's, yeah.
1: that's the H.P. The Lovecraft kind of intangible and, and horror sounds, concept. And
0: that sounds like HP Lovecraft saying that he is being haunted by a color. Yeah, that
2: sounds about right. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, if you yeah. think about it, it's you, like yeah. yikes. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, you can see his racism in if you think about the plot for more than 5 minutes. <sighs> yep. It's a it's a thing from somewhere else coming in and uh attacking your family and making the world around you more like its world it came from. Like that's clearly deeply rooted in HP Lovecraft. Yeah. Very very racist brain. Yeah. Uh, but it makes a fun story if you don't think
0: about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like is Lovecraft one of those guys that you can 100% divorce the the man from the writing?
1: Uh yeah, but it's also it was also long enough ago. Oh, sure. That, yeah. Like it no, doesn't sense. it doesn't hurt as it doesn't seem it, not that it's not as bad, but it's mm-hmm. like you can you can divorce yourself from him because, you know, it was 100 years ago or whatever. Sure. Sure. Uh and also it just it makes it kind of interesting because you think about his mindset and what he's saying and
0: why it's wrong. and
1: Yeah. It's it's worth looking into his stuff, even if he's a humongous, terrible bigot with a cat with a name I can't say on <laughs> there we cannot say on air. Like, it's still worth looking into. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it's a lot of groundbreaking
0: horror stuff. Oh, sure, sure. And the best thing about a lot of Lovecraft adaptations is that they are just adaptations because his stories were so short and so bare kind of bare bones, for lack of a better way of putting it.
1: Yeah. That it, it
0: almost a filmmaker almost is forced to put their own spin on things. Yeah.
1: And this is exactly what this movie does. Okay. I mean, it takes place in the modern day. It's yeah. definitely an interpretation of the original story. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, all the special effects are like really good and gross. Like it gets so we talked about Society a couple weeks ago, that movie. <laughs> yeah. It
0: gets that level of weird and gross. Really? Yeah. Ooh, okay. All right. You could feel the general unease in my voice. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Uh, there's just some shots that were just like, like ooh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah.
1: Um, I guess I also played the Final Fantasy VII demo that came out the other day. Yes. Yes. How was that? Out of nowhere. I didn't play it for that long. Okay. Because it was so good that I'm like, I'll just wait till the thing comes out <laughs> oh all right because it, it doesn't save your progress in the mm. demo I don't want to have to do the whole beginning twice sure but I you know, I played a couple battles and I walked around the environments and it is very very cool it felt good okay yeah. uh
0: what do you think of some of these reviews that it's getting that people don't like it that it's too that there's too many options that it's that they just want they want the old school Turn base whatever. Then
1: go play that. Yeah, like it exists. <laughs> yeah, it exists. You can play it on every platform you could ever want. Mm-hmm. Don't compare this to the original game. As much as it says remake and it kind of begs itself to be compared to the original. Yeah, I don't think you should. I think you should take this as a different way to experience that world and that story. It's a new way and to do it,
0: and they're going to add so much more to it.
1: Yeah, I I wouldn't even compare it because it's not going to compare. Yeah. Like, Final Fantasy VII is one of the best games of all time. You're, they're not going to top it. Yeah. They'll be lucky to even get close to well, it. Like, well,
0: to be honest, a lot of those reviews, I read a couple of them, and a lot of them, the, the ones I read seemed an awful lot like they were almost clickbait, kind of. Oh, yeah. Guess what? It's not perfect. It's not perfect. It's, yeah. We like the original. It's, like, oh, it's almost like Old Man Yells at Cloud. <laughs> Literally. Literally. <laughs> yeah. Just i don't know yeah
1: i i just think you should take it at face value don't just use it as another chance to get to have adventures with these characters again
0: yeah i'm interested in checking it out i hope it comes to pc eventually i I think it is yeah good
1: square has been doing that a lot most of their games get ported to pc
0: yeah even if it takes a while for it to get ported Mm. i would be i'd be fine with waiting i even I want to try it. Even Dragon
1: Quest is on
0: PC. Yeah, now, so like, yeah, it will. Yeah,
1: but the the battle system seemed fun to me. It seemed an awful lot like uh, maybe Kingdom Hearts and a little bit of Final Fantasy thirteen. Okay, where you hit them enough times to stagger them, and then you really can
0: wail on them. Yeah, that's what I... the couple of things I read also kind of lent lent to that. Uh, I don't have much experience with that style of RPG. Action RPG, I guess, is what it would be called, right? Kind of? Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. I don't have much experience in that style of... But I'm sure it will be easy enough to kind of pick up and and go with it.
1: I mean, you can still select stuff off a menu after you've... Basically button mash until your ATP meter is filled up, mm-hmm. and then you can pause it and pick something off a menu to do.
0: Oh, okay. So it's, it's, All it's right. not
1: quite Kingdom Hearts,
0: because Kingdom okay. Hearts
1: is almost like a character action game. Almost.
0: Oh, gotcha. It's
1: almost like a like a Devil May Cry.
0: Okay. Well, I, you know what? I kind of like that, because I would hate to be... I'm so indecisive when it comes to choosing things off of a menu. I would hate to be sitting there clicking through menus while I'm getting wailed on. Yeah, yeah, because that's how Kingdom Hearts works. But yeah. this,
1: this one, it pauses at least mm-hmm. when you're selecting a, a special move. Oh, that's
0: cool. That's cool.
1: And the the environments just felt so, it felt so cool to, like, actually be in a 3D representation of that world instead yeah. of a still
0: image. Yeah, no, that sounds that sounds awesome. I cannot wait. Because yeah, I'm, like, walking
1: it. around looking at posters on the walls and, like, <laughs> oh, look, this vending machine has a bomb on it. The The pumpkin looking flying oh monster. yeah right like as a as a final fantasy fanboy i, w- I was tickled
0: <laughs> well cool cool i'm glad to hear that your limited experience with it it seems like it's going to be a good one
1: oh and the character designs are just so good yeah yeah. even like the side characters like uh, Biggs and wedge and Jesse look like they put a lot of time into them
0: see that's awesome and that leads me to kind of believe that they're going to get slightly more to do in this first game because this whole first game is just them in midgar yeah right it ends with them leaving midgar which is only what 11 hours. In the oh, original, you can do they're...
1: it quicker than that, probably.
0: Okay, I, you know what? I guess you're right. I guess the whole first continent is eleven hours. Maybe it's like three and a half, yeah, something three like or that. F- maybe four if you're really taking your time. So if they're stretching a three or four hour chunk of uh, of the original game into a forty some odd hour
1: game, I'll never disc. finish if it's that yeah. long. Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, <laughs> that's okay. I know how it ends. Yeah. Well, sure. <laughs> I mean, you never know. They could be changing some things. That's true. Yeah.
1: I heard you don't get to play as Red Thirteen is in it, but you don't get to play as him. Sure, which makes, that makes sense. sense. He's only going to show up at the very, at end. at the
0: very, very end. Probably no Kate Sith.
1: No, yeah, because he's not because he's not
0: in until uh, the Lucky Saucer, Golden
1: Saucer, Golden which Saucer. That, that'll be incredible. Looking. Oh yeah, that'll be crazy. Oh
0: yeah, yeah, that'll be good.
1: Will they keep the snowboarding? Will there be like a full on like ten eighty oh, no. snowboarding? Oh, that would be great. Inside? That would
0: be so good. Yeah, that the, would
1: the dumb little uh,
0: hologram battle arena thing. They oh, they'll have to fix that thing because it never that thing never worked right. <laughs> never. But I Chocobo racing.
1: Oh, man.
0: Yeah, that is going to be so good.
1: The, the at least the G-Bike, the uh, Hardy Daytona chase scene will be in this one. And that I always thought that was really cool. That was cool.
0: Yeah, that's really cool.
1: And the music seemed good. It's, it was
0: Final Fantasy 7 music, but orchestrated, so that's cool. Hey, perfect. All right, well, hey, let's go ahead and take a break here, and when we come back, we'll get into some news. Nerd Overload is a show produced under the umbrella of a nonprofit organization, Marion Community Radio WZMO. To help with our fundraising, we have become a member of Patreon. What is Patreon? Patreon exists because when creators are paid, they can create more amazing things. Things that inspire us teach us, challenge us, things that make us laugh. Patreon is a membership platform that makes it really easy for creators to get paid. We're using the idea of patronage, which is actually a really old idea. Exactly, Jack. If it weren't for patrons, we wouldn't have Romeo and Juliet or Mona Lisa, Mozart, Shakespeare, Da Vinci, they all had patrons. What can I do to help Nerd Overload? Patrons set a monthly subscription style payment for the level of membership they want. Where do I go? Thousands of creators and creative teams are using Patreon to run their business their way. So if you're a professional creator, start a page and give your fans the opportunity to become patrons. Patreon.com slash Nerd now. Beautiful. Hey, we're back. That was David Byrne with Once in a Lifetime.
1: Off the new album uh, American Utopia, which is a, a Broadway show, apparently he does. Yeah. Uh he he was on SNL like last week, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah. And played this song and it's very good. You should go look it up.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's a really good uh really good yeah. version of it. I like it. I like it a lot. What? Anyway, so Yeah, yeah. the original Talking Heads version is great. Mm-hmm. David Byrne is great. I'll be honest, Talking Heads is not it's it's never been a band that I will like go and search out, but whenever it's on, I'll I'm like, oh yeah, okay, I like well, this. They have
1: at least three really great ones. Sure, yeah. Uh, yeah. Once in a lifetime, uh, burning down the house, mm-hmm. and Psycho Killer.
0: Yeah, those are the three.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Cascasse>. <laughs> All
0: right. Anyway, we're let's get into some news here, and uh, let's start let's start with a positive one. <laughs> so. It seems like every week now we have more Bat Robert Pattinson Batman news.
1: It's time for Pattinson update. Pattinson. B- B- <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah. So this just came out today. I guess they released some images of the Bat Car, the Batmobile. Yeah, but it looks. It just more looks like, like a car. Bat Car. It, yeah. just, it just looks like a car, and it initially kind of. I blew it off a little bit, honestly, because it just looks like a, it just looks like someone's cool charger, Dodge Charger or whatever, but going back and kind of looking at it a little closer and then kind of going back to some earlier Batman stories, apparently they retroactively set some stories back in Batman's first couple of years of being Batman. And the, uh, the first Batmobile was just kind of a souped up charger with a bat logo on the, on the hood and kind of a neat engine on the back. That's all it was, yeah, and so- if it is very clear that that is where this movie is heading.
1: Yeah, it's just more evidence that it's it's an early Batman Batman movie, which, hey, I haven't done that in a movie before, so yeah, sure, I'm I'm cool with well, that. Except Batman Begins, maybe Batman Begins, I guess <laughs>
0: technically, but then again, Batman Begins, Batman was like thirty five when he started, so this is more mid to late twenties Batman, I and, guess, and
1: seemingly more true to the comics. Yes. Than- than yes. the Dark Knight trilogy, which is like Nolan's take on it.
0: Well, by the end of that, Nolan didn't want to do Batman. He wanted to do James Bond. <laughs> That's why Batman was not in the Batman costume for the majority of the Dark Knight Rises, and why Bane was basically a Bond villain. Instead of there, there's a a, a subsection of people online that believe that Nolan was trying to use the Dark Knight Rises as his demo reel f- to direct, Paramount for a... <laughs> to Paramount for the next for the Daniel Craig Bond movies. And go, if you go back and watch those movies with that in mind, you can definitely see it. Like, it was definitely there.
1: Oh, blow up Gotham Stadium. Blow it up. <laughs> I love Harley oh, Quinn it's, Bane. Oh,
0: it's so good. <laughs> yeah, it's so good.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Young Joshua. Young <laughs> Joshua. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, there's a part in the last episode. Uh, Joker unmasked Batman. And finds out it's Bruce Wayne. He's he like, doesn't do it. Oh yeah, he doesn't do it. Scarecrow does it. But anyway, oh, okay. he sees it that it's Bruce mad. Wayne, and he gets mad, and he's like, "I put a Wayne Tech. I put a, down a down payment on an electric car two years ago. Where's my goddamn electric car, Bruce?" <laughs> <laughs> like that's exactly how he
0: says it. <laughs> oh, that's so good. That's really good. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, All right, so hey, let's go ahead and move on, and um, I don't want to spend too much time on this, but because it is definitely, one, more current events than geek news, and two, it is just a real bummer, so I don't want to talk about this too much, but we would be remiss not to mention the effects that the current uh, coronavirus has had on pop culture Type events and that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, conventions, con- where yeah. oh a bunch yeah, of people. a lot of conventions, a lot of people pulling out of conventions. Yeah, if if you were looking forward to
1: going to a large gathering of people within the next couple of months,
2: you might want to hold off. Yeah, it's yeah.
1: probably
0: not going to happen. Well. Wizard World Cleveland is this weekend. It is going on as this airs right now. Wow! So I
1: forward on that. I
0: don't know if there has if there's been any dropouts on that one. Wizard is usually pretty hush hush when people drop out, at least until the very last second in my dealings with them. But um, one of the big ones I actually heard the other day, uh, the Arnold Classic, which is also going on this weekend. They have closed it to the public, so there is no vendor dealer room there, and there are no uh, public admittance it is just people participating in the bodybuilding competition they're all going to be performing for an empty crowd <laughs> someone is going to win and then everyone's going to pack up and leave
1: it's just a bunch of muscle people hanging out you know they're you know they're healthy
0: yeah <laughs> yeah
1: they'll, they'll be good if the it's viruses just, just
0: bounce right off their muscles
1: yeah <laughs> they can't get in
0: yeah their abs are too tight for the virus to they'll just <laughs> science it's, it's science it's, yeah. just, it's just science. But along with that, uh, Emerald City Comic Con, which comes up in a couple weeks, I think, couple yeah. weeks or a month
1: or something like that, a lot of people have been pulling out of that. A lot one.
0: have. Uh, DC and Dark Horse Comics have both announced that they are not setting up. They're not setting up booths. They're not spo- officially sponsoring any of their creators to be out there during that convention, yeah. and that's that's scary. Uh, Emerald City is probably the third largest convention behind San Diego Comic Con and New York Comic Con.
1: I know a lot of artists I follow on Twitter have, have pulled out and yes, said you know, it's not I've worth it. The same.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah I have I've heard the same thing. And the other thing that uh we've seen, this is kind of a weird yeah, one. This is
1: slightly weirder, but yeah. in the same Yeah. Do you wanna do you wanna Uh No Time to Die, the upcoming Bond movie um mm-hmm. is being delayed due to coronavirus.
0: Yeah, like the, the release of it.
1: Yeah, it's done. They made yeah. the movie. Yeah, they, it's not just... like
0: they're worried about getting getting sick on set. They're not worried about Daniel Craig getting coronavirus. Yeah. But like, ah, I don't know. I mean, it kind of makes sense because, uh, big budget action movies like that these days, they rely so heavily on the overseas market I can kind of understand why they would want to push back the release of this yeah, so that when, they don't lose a bunch of money when people can't get out of their homes yeah. overseas to see the movie.
1: No one in China is allowed to leave their house to see James Bond movie.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I guess that kind of makes sense, but it's still, it just goes to show how much it is affecting everything.
1: I wonder if he has a different name in China.
0: In, I mean, maybe, I mean, it doesn't have the word ghost in the title, so maybe they won't have to change it. Yeah. Yeah. If it's no time for ghosts, then they would have to change it to something else.
1: Yeah, or no time for a skeleton.
0: Yeah, because we all know that China is... is they are, is, so they are so scared of ghosts. They are so scared. of. They're historically scared of ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the other thing along with this, um, it's, it was actually a different thing on our on our list here, but I'm going to put it in with this alt and get um, all the Corona stuff out of the way. Speaking of China, they actually pulled an iOS game, a longstanding a fun iOS game called Plague, Inc. They pulled it from the iOS and Android app store. Effectively
1: made it illegal.
0: <laughs> yeah, essentially. Plague, Inc., what it is, it's a it's a fun little time-waster game where you basically set up parameters for like a bacterial infection or something like that. Or sometimes they do something fun, like they had a movie tie-in with uh, Planet of the Apes, so it was the virus that made apes smart and, and humans die or something like that. Or the most recent one was Fake News, and you basically start it in one country and you slowly mutate it through points that you gain through the game. Just And it's kind of neat to see how things spread. And that's what it is. But because it is mimicking real life currently, uh, China has decided to uh, pull it. They've made it illegal to have on phones, which is...
1: Aren't you glad we live in the good old U.S. of A? Yeah.
0: <laughs> but no, it's just—it's just weird that they that they pulled it, and it's to the point where if you had it, if you're over there and you had it downloaded on your phone, it will delete itself off your phone. Wow. Yeah, it it is completely wiped from everything over there, and that's a shame because uh, it's a free app, but you can get you can certainly like everything you pay for other stuff.
1: It's almost kind of educational in a it way. Is. More than it, yeah, yeah. It,
0: and that's what it started out as was kind of an educational simulation simulation game. game and then they added some fun stuff to it like SimCity city
1: for diseases
0: kind of yeah that's <laughs> kind of what it is yeah and it it's it's was developed by a british uh developer but yeah there's no way for people who have bought the game that have had it forcefully removed from their phones to get refunds on oh, anything yeah. so they're just out whatever money wash your hands yeah. everybody what, what we're saying yeah if there's one thing you can take away from the show this week, is wash your hands.
1: <laughs> wash your nasty hands.
0: Don't 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 be don't be nasty. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So hey, tell me about this Star Wars Project uh, Maverick.
1: So a listing appeared on the Sony PlayStation Store, the European version of the store, for a game called Star Wars Project Maverick, mm-hmm. and there was an image along with it of it looked like Mustafar, the the red lava planet where where Vader's secret castle is.
0: Yeah, where he got all burnt up and chopped up and also where he lives. (laughs)
1: Yeah, (laughs) sure. It's his Bowser's
0: castle. It is, yeah.
1: (laughs) Um, And there's a Star Destroyer on it and like some spaceships. From that name, I will deduce that it's some sort of space combat game, like a Rogue Squadron or... uh,
0: Yeah, I would say so.
1: I guess Rogue
0: Squadron. Rogue Squadron would be the the other one. one.
1: Starfighter, I guess, was one. Yeah. Um, I mean it's a huge hole in the current Star Wars games.
0: Oh, what if it's a racer? What Maybe if it's, it's the return of Star Wars Pod Racing? Yeah. And it's a good game. You, you can, can hook up your two Nintendo sixty four controllers. <laughs> did you ever do that? No, I didn't. Oh, it's it's so unwieldy. <laughs> I did that once. I had Star Wars Racer on the 64 and I did that once. I got it to work one time <laughs> and oh, it was just the worst. I couldn't get past the, the first round on the lowest setting. It was just because you're like trying to re- control each with the sticks. And it's just like, it was so bad. You could never be a real podcast or er, podcaster. Oh, I meant pod racer.
1: We're podcasting right now.
0: Yeah. Now this is podcasting. Yeah.
1: <laughs> that should be the, the end line to the that show. Should be.
0: Yeah. Now yeah.
1: this is podcasting. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but no, this this game sounds fun. It sounds interesting.
1: Uh, yeah, it's it's. I would guess space shooter.
0: Yeah, yeah, uh, kind of what it sounds like as well. But
1: but who knows? EA has a really spotty track record with Star Wars games at this point. They, yeah, they've made a good one mm-hmm. that that I didn't like. <laughs> but I can see where people did. It's a quality game. It's mm-hmm. just not for me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The Star Wars Jedi. Fallen Order. Oh, yeah,
0: Fallen Order. Yeah. Uh,
1: The other, the two Battlefront games seem like a lost cause.
0: (laughs) At this point, yeah. (laughs) Although they did put Baby Yoda in it here recently. I think that was a mod, wasn't it? Oh, it was? Okay. Yeah, because they actually did. Read the article I just saw. It was not, it didn't look very good, but apparently he shoots things.
1: They did put BB 8 in it, I think. Oh, they did. And I think the Baby Yoda is probably a mod of of, BB
0: 8. Yeah. Okay. Okay.
1: (sighs) Boy, they've been doing a lot of weird, like, reveals about the last star wars movie via
0: twitter lately <laughs> oh you mean how palpatine was definitely a clone yeah. in and rise of skywalker despite all of the evidence pointing otherwise <laughs> like why are
1: they jk Rawling up their movie that already wasn't that good
0: uh, do you remember when you could go to a movie and everything you needed to know in the movie was stated in the movie, and if you wanted to know more, if you wanted to know, you know, more minute details, you go watch, you go check out the books or you read the comics or whatever. But if it's in the movie, that's that's what counts. <laughs> they did that before the movie as well because didn't Palpatine show up in Fortnite, and that was the the grand wave of of yeah. evil that yeah, they the, reference in the, the evil in the, message, yeah. yeah, in the opening title crawl of of. Rise of Skywalker was a Fortnite event. <laughs> yep. That used to be the way the canon worked. They had specifically stated
1: that movie trumps all. Yes. Then books. Then books. Yeah. And now it's just like, I guess it's all the same or something. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we're Disney. We don't know what we're doing with the <laughs> franchise. Just whatever. <laughs> I'm just waiting for the point where they, much like uh, J.K. Rowling, come out and say, okay, every scene that you see Darth Sidious. Wearing his robes, just pooping. He's pooping, pooping yeah. down his leg, and he's <laughs> matching it, matching it, imagining it away with the force.
1: <laughs> all jedis
0: are all constantly jedis, pooping all in just always
1: and vanishing it to
0: a special planet. This is a real thing about Harry Potter, you guys. Yeah. This is a real thing. Look it up.
1: Ugh. <laughs> they teleport all their poop to Poopstafar.
0: <laughs> poopstafar, yeah, <laughs> the brown planet. Yeah. That's where the worst Sith lords have their castles. <laughs> oh. Darth Poopus. Oh. Okay, let's move on. Let's <laughs> let's let's shuffle on past this topic to something else. Okay, so hey, what is the uh, what is connected? What is this?
1: Um, it's a there's a new animated movie. It's by mm-hmm. Sony Pictures Animation and directed by uh, Chris Mill. Is it Chris Miller and Phil Lord? or Is it Phil oh. Miller and
0: Chris Lord? <laughs> Lord and Miller.
1: Lord and Miller. Um, It looks cute,
0: but also kind of uh, okay boomery. A little bit, yeah. It's it's like what it is is the story of a girl that is going off to college. She and her dad used to be very close, but then technology got in the way, and now they stare at the phones all the time, you know. And the dad decides, we're going to take a road trip across the country to take you to college instead of a a plane ticket. So we can bond again. So we can bond again. And then at some point, a killer robot show up. Then the twist happens, and
1: it's the robot apocalypse, I guess. something like that. Which is where it starts to get interesting.
0: Yes. But the... Whole first half of the trailer, I got the overarching sense of you know old older, man
1: old, complaining, old
0: man complaining about it. people don't look up from their phones anymore. They don't take in nature, and that's it. Seems kind of an easy,
1: yeah, easy which, topic. Which I'm hoping it's mostly
0: robot apocalypse. I, that's not, what I'm hoping as well. I'm hoping what what we saw was the first twenty minutes. Yeah, I think. And then I after think, that is robot apocalypse. Yeah, they
1: were banking on the surprise for the trailer. I feel like.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and also, well, like we said before, we started recording. We, tr- we trust Lord Miller. They they did the Lego Movie. They did the good parts of Solo. <laughs> <laughs> they did Clone High. Clone High. Um, Enter the Spider Verse. Yeah, they, they had a and that movie is incredible. And that's incredible. Yeah. Um, this one has a great art style too. It, it does. I really like the art style. The voice it, acting seems really good.
2: Like Sony is like really outdoing Pixar these days. Oh with yeah. Designs yeah. And-
0: Absolutely.
1: That new Pixar movie, that onward, it looks okay, but I have no
0: desire to go out and see it. It seems... I wanted to see it when I first saw the trailers, but the more I have heard about it, I guess it has a third act that is the first opening crawl of up levels of Weepy. Oh, God. Yeah, because the whole thing is about getting to spend one last day with your deceased father. Oh. That's the whole plot of the movie. No thanks. And... Yeah, I don't Pixar has gone from like being
1: able to tell really good emotional stories to just being emotionally manipulative.
0: Yes. <laughs> yes. And that that sucks. Yeah. <sighs> I would say the the height of Pixar's emotional manipulation was both the opening crawl of up, which I can't to this day I cannot watch. And the end of Toy Story Three. With yeah. where oh, they're that- facing down their Oh, when they think they're, gonna die, they yeah, think they're going to die, yeah, that Think they're going to die, and they're all hugging as they go into the incinerator. That was not entirely necessary. We didn't need
1: that. the The very end, when he's giving the toys to the little that girl, was that good. was very good. That was very good. That was very good. But the part where they almost
0: earned, where the the toys contemplate their more yeah, we didn't need their that. mortal lives. Yeah, that was that manipulative. Was, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> that that was any other time that would have been a fun adventure moment. But yes. they're like, no, we'll play it up.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: But I, I didn't want to to uh, complain about that ending because that's so good.
0: Oh yeah, no, then he gives no, the away actual, those toys, man. That is that is actually very good. That that, uh, that was, one I liked. Yeah, yeah. I still haven't seen Toy Story four. Ah, I don't have much of an interest because Toy Story three had such a good ending. Yeah, we didn't really need the fourth one, but yeah. I mean, I've heard it's okay. I I've heard mixed reviews. I've heard some people say it's okay. I've heard other folks say that it completely undoes the emotional ending of oh, toy great. story three <laughs> and it kind of paints uh, woody in a negative light a little bit <laughs> like the first movie like <laughs> the first movie yeah yeah
1: so any growth he's had is a race. it
0: gets it gets rolled back <laughs> yeah
1: that's the best thing for a sequel to do mm.
0: oh yeah well that's what happens when you wrap everything up in a bow and then decide you need to do one more <laughs> so you gotta undo okay uh pick a topic pick one we've got a couple left up here uh,
1: Let's let's get through this Uncharted movie thing. We've reported on <laughs> the ill-fated Uncharted movie before, the yeah. one that initially starred Mark Wahlberg. Now he's too old, and now he plays the old guy in the movie. And yeah. now Tom Holland is the new Nathan Uncharted.
0: Yeah, Uncharted is basically Indiana Jones. Yeah, it's
1: video game Indiana Jones. Yeah, um, which was Laura Croft, but now this one's a dude.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like,
1: it's a it's derivative of something derivative.
0: Yeah, yeah, I mean they're
1: good games and they have good action set pieces and fun storytelling. When was the last
0: Uncharted game?
1: Oh, it was early PlayStation Four. I feel like maybe like not even a full year into PlayStation Four. So
0: a a while. Yeah, yeah. It's,
1: I don't think it's even relevant anymore. No. They haven't made one in forever. Anyways, what's this news? <laughs> now they've got a new director, the guy that directed Venom. Is now attached. His oh, name, okay, cool. Something, something. Fleischer, Fleischer mm-hmm. uh, Rubit, Rube, Ruben, Ruben, Ruben Fleischer, Ruben Fleischer. Yeah. And Antonio Banderas is attached. Okay, I bet he plays oh, the bad guy.
0: Yeah. Well, Banderas is a good actor. That's that's yeah. cool. And have you guys seen Venom yet? No. You need to. It's a really good buddy cop movie where the second cop, it's good cop evil alien parasite from space that <laughs> that wants to eat heads cop. But it's it's a lot of fun. So that's okay. I still don't see this movie ever being made. No, it's not. It's never gonna make it. And if and it does it's gonna it's gonna land like a lead weight.
1: It'll it'll have people be as excited about it as they were that last Tomb Raider movie with Alicia Vikander. Yeah. Which was fine actually. It was a pretty good movie, I thought. Mm-hmm. But nobody nobody talks about it. Yeah, it's because it wasn't Angelina Jolie. That's... People saw that and they saw it wasn't Angelina Jolie and said, "Nope."
0: Yeah, yeah. I know. She... I, I need. To see, I need to see the new one. But uh. <laughs> people yeah. went. She's not my Tomb
1: Raider. <laughs> <laughs> Which I don't know. I never thought Angelina Jolie was.
0: Have You even seen them?
1: No, I have. Actually, I haven't actually
0: so what seen are you them. Talking yeah, about that? that's true. They're perfectly fine. The first one was fine. Um, Cradle of Life was not super great, but the first one was. Serviceable. Yeah. It was fine.
1: I think for this version of Laura Croft, it wouldn't have worked at all. No. Because this is the realistic yeah. Laura
0: Croft. This is the one where she gets beat up for a lot of it. Yeah. Which yeah. wasn't,
1: it wasn't that bad in the movie. Oh, that's not, good. Not like it was in the game. That's good. it's
0: like it was borderlines on overkill. torture porn. Yeah. yeah. It was overkill in the game. Yeah.
1: We can continue to talk about video game movies. We got another one on here. Uh, they released post, two posters
0: for the Monster Hunter movie. <laughs> <laughs> and, D- Paul W.S. Anderson's The Monster Hunter movie starring his wife, Mila Jovovich. And one poster
1: has Mila Jovovich with a cool big old Monster Hunter sword on it. Yep. Which I mean, that's kind of cool. It, that's uh, cool. It looks game accurate. The other yeah. poster has the has the Monster Hunter.
0: Yeah, the they're just calling him the Hunter. It's uh, the actor Tony Jaw, from the Raid and a couple other action movies, and he has a giant bow and arrow f- also from the game. I, I don't know about this, <laughs> honestly. I mean, Paul W S Anderson has. Done a lot for Capcom movies. He's done a lot of Resident Evil films and they're all ridiculously dumb I f- CGI I feel like messes.
1: They hit a baseline of like good enough where like you watch it and you won't be mad.
0: The last couple <laughs> I would almost put up with Fast and Furious levels of, oh my god, they're doing this now. <laughs> yeah. And they're all excuses for Paul W. S. Anderson to have his wife Mila Jovovich continue to work because she doesn't really act in any other film it's just these movies yeah it's like hey everybody my wife yeah, is gonna shoot some zombies pretty much <laughs> so but at least now she's hunting monsters it's weird that a lot of this is not going to be taking place in the monster hunter world there's a portal to downtown New York where we're gonna have a big old dragon Rathalos, Rathalos
1: is gonna come out yeah
0: well apparently Rathalos is supposed to be one of the good guys there's Rathalos <laughs> That's dumb. Yeah, there's going to be a big old, big old angry monster that comes through. So we're going to get Godzilla crap. Yeah, we're going to get Godzilla crap and also Mila Jovovich swinging around a big giant sword.
1: It sounds just dumb enough to work, I guess. Yeah, it does. It does. I mean, I I don't like the oh, this is the video game is another world type of thing, but it worked for the Sonic movie, I guess.
0: It did. And you know, there's going to, if nothing else, the CGI is going to be just on point enough to either go, wow, that looks neat. Or wow, that looks dumb. <laughs> <laughs> and, and either, in either way, it's successful.
1: You'll be entertained.
0: <laughs> yes. Entertaining for any reason. That is what Paul W.S. Anderson movies are. Cause didn't he do Mortal Kombat Annihilation as well? The I second think. one, the bad one. Yeah, I think so. Or the worst one, I guess. Although I guess the, the first Mortal Kombat movie wasn't terrible. No, it was all right. It's fine.
1: It, it, it held the title of best video game movie for a long for time. For a while, yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, that's not high praise. It's not, but
1: Although yeah. now they've done at least two good video game movies. They have. Legitimately good, not like, well, if you turn your brain off and just kind of enjoy it, it's okay, like the Dead or Alive movie. Now,
0: the question is, will Illumination do a good Mario Brothers movie? They better. Because they're supposedly working on something.
1: Yeah, and they're working closely with Miyamoto on it. That's so that's good. I guess that makes everything canon that happens
0: in this film. Okay, well, you hate minions less when they're toads. Yeah. Yeah, okay.
1: Yeah, because at least they have more appealing designs. <laughs>
0: so instead of people running around going, banana, banana, you're going to hear, hello, ah!
2: <laughs> Mario. <laughs> uh.
1: I'm, 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 uh, not eagerly awaiting the stunt casting for every character. No. Yeah, when Mario's voiced by James Corden. That seems. And Luigi is Pitbull.
0: <laughs> that. Luigi as Wario. Wario.
1: Are you mean Pitbull's Pitbull as Wario? Pitbull as yeah.
0: Wario. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Luigi should just be John Leguizamo again.
0: They should. If they were smart. Yeah. Right. Yeah, right. <laughs>
1: uh. They just added to uh, to Mario Kart Tour, the phone game. They added classic Mario and Luigi skins where oh. it's, where it's red hat, red overalls, blue shirt. Oh, and nice, nice. I wish it had just like that Captain Lou voice came out of. Oh, it, that though. would be great. Yeah. Hey Luigi, <laughs> yeah, and the Danny Wells Luigi voice. <laughs> to the Mario. <laughs> that's
0: it. Yeah, that's it. That's all you. That's the,
1: <laughs> the, the whole the movie. The whole mm. movie is going to be trash stunt casting, I'm oh, afraid. Oh,
0: yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's going to... We'll get Katy Perry as Princess Peach. Oh, God.
1: Although, you know, it'd be nice to hear any realistic human woman voice come out of Princess
0: Peach's yeah. mouth instead of like that weird, oh, no, falsetto, yeah. weird voice that she has. <laughs> I-, I always thought they should just get Charles Martinet to do the voice of Peach. <laughs> just do all of just, them. Just do all of them. Yeah. High pitch that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> It's going to hurt to hear not Charles Martinet's voice come out of Mario's mouth. Unless they
0: do a movie where Mario only says a couple of things and it's Charles Martinet. Which And everyone might. else talks around him. They might. They could do that. I could, could see him that. going that way. That would be the right way to do it,
1: unfortunately. It would, be a rever- like-
0: it would be a reverse Despicable Me where all of the toads and everyone around him say words and the main character only says a couple yeah. of things and gibberish.
1: It's, the- it's a much more
0: difficult way to do it. Yeah. But it's... It It would be the right way. It would be the right way. Yeah. All right. We have time for one last thing. And uh, Samantha, (laughs) why don't you tell me about the gamer bed?
2: I think you mean the Gremlin Zone. (laughs) (laughs) It's almost like a weird station. I don't know how to describe it.
1: You've seen the gamer chairs. It's like that, but a bed.
2: Yeah. (laughs) The whole bed has like a TV mount on the one end and a big rack for like your snacks and Mm-hmm. A mount for your switch. Yeah that
0: that's the that's the <laughs> crazy part. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> a flexible arm so you can just mount your switch and have it hang mm-hmm. in front of your Which face.
2: Cody laughed at me when I bought off Amazon yeah. a little. You have that. Yeah, you literally have that on the bed.
1: <laughs> just so you can just lay flat on the bed and look up at the the switch that's mounted on this like arm. Yeah. So you can just you can lay there and play Spyro. <laughs>
0: Now I did notice that the that the gamer bed is only big enough for one. Well, yeah. I mean, is yeah. that is, is that a is that a um did, did they a, a planning oversight or did they know who their <laughs> target audience was they, going to be with they, this? They know. Yeah. They know who's
1: going to buy this gamer bed. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly though it does look comfortable as heck. It does. Um it's some it's some Japanese company made it and it's been making rounds on Twitter lately. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it looks it looks interesting enough. For... And it,
1: it has that dumb gamer boy color scheme of like oh, black and red. Mm. Black and red. Sure, <laughs>
2: sure. But uh I man. If, if it wasn't too expensive, I would almost consider it. <laughs> I'm <laughs> lazy.
1: I know you would, you, you little gremlin. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> You'd be in there with your little, um, all the little hood of that. I forget that anime character's name.
2: Umaru chan. Umaru
1: chan. With your little green, orange Umaru chan Oh, hood that thing. Yeah, yeah, that
2: thing.
0: Yep. <laughs> I
2: just, I can't believe you laughed at me about my pro gamer. Your pro gamer switch arm. <laughs> <to the bed. laughs> I guess. So I was laying there playing, and he came in and starts laughing. I'm like, what? (laughs)
1: It's my pro gamer arm. You're just jealous.
0: All right. Well, hey, I think we've uh, made it to the end of the show. So uh, let's go ahead and wrap things up. You've been listening to Nerd Overload. Thank you again for tuning in. You can find us each and every day over at NerdOverload.com. <laughs> not .biz. Not biz. No, definitely not. Maybe not we should buy .biz. .horse. .horse. .egg. .egg. Yeah. Uh, you can also find us on various social medias like Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, and Instagram by going facebook.com backslash Nerd now or what have you? It's
2: Nerd Overload now on Nerd all Overload social now. medias. That's it. Yep. <laughs> you can email us at staff at nerdoverload.com. Uh, email us what your
1: favorite HP Lovecraft story is and uh, give us a call on the Nerd Overload hotline. You can leave a message on our little answering machine and maybe we'll play it on the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the number for
0: that is 586 372 8020. That's right. And we're also on various podcast catchers like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and more. Uh, We have a Patreon, patreon.com backslash nerd overload. Now, if you like the show and you want to help support us, you can head over there and check out ways that you can do that. And finally, I'd like to thank David Pencil for the use of our intro and outro, which you can find more of his stuff over at davidpencil.com. So again, thank you all for tuning in and we will be back next week. Now that's podcasting.